Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 703. And uh, today I'm going to talk about losing your mind in, in, a, in, the, in, a, in a good way, in possibly one of the best ways we can. You see, it, as much as I do value understanding the mental structures and thinking patterns that we have um, come to value over the years, one of the most important things is to know that when we're in our mind, we're not also in reality. In fact, the way that we think often distorts reality. And that can put us into the future. It can take us to the past. And neither one of those moments is actually living because you're, you're, you're thinking of the future. You're not actually... And people say living in the moment as in put your phone down. It's like, no, no, that's actually where life occurs. Life occurs in every given moment and you can actually be reborn on any given moment it's it's us carrying over the dogma of our previous thinking patterns that we value because we valued them when we were younger and they become embedded that actually stop us from living and can keep us in the past and one of the the idea i suppose of, of looking at this and going um lose your mind and come to your senses is to be able to shift from this almost Western cerebral um, valued, like thought valued space to be able to come into the body, into what, what, what sounds you're hearing, what you can smell, what you can feel within the body. And one of the most important ways and easiest ways we can do this is by breathing, um, bringing our attention to our breath. Because even though our head which can dictate our feelings and vice versa, can be about the future or it can be about the past. And even if we're like, no, I'm scared because I don't know what I'm going to do now. It's like, yeah, that's correct, but you you don't know what you're going to do and then you're creating situations that may or may not occur based upon previous and potential future interactions and then you bring it out to the moment. So you're still not living in the moment rather than your life force is occurring right here, right now. And the more that we can be in our head, we can't be in our body. And if we're not in our body, we're not actually living in any fucking moment. And so that's why meditation and yoga and similar types of practices, because that's all they are. You don't win breathing. You don't win yoga. It's none of that sort of stuff. It's, it's a practice that you develop forever. Our kinesthetic awareness is, is a practice as well. It's a continual deepening practice. And breathing is such a big part of that. It is such a big part of that. And it is so easy to not even know how we breathe, let alone let alone think that there's different variations in breath either. Uh, I'm currently reading uh, Wim Hof's, The Wim Hof Method, his book, which is interesting because I can read it in his, in his accent. Um as he's talking, this is on page 45. People come up to me with questions like, should I breathe through the nose or the diaphragm, this or that? And I just say, yeah, breathe, motherfuckers. Don't think, just do it. Get into the depth of your own lungs because all you have to do to reap the benefits of this method is to do it. You will feel transformed in minutes after a few rounds of breathing, which is absolutely true on any variation of breathing methods. So get out of your mind. And get into your breath because the breath is a life force, not your mind. The breath 
Follow your breath and it will lead you anywhere in your brain, thus the mind that you want to go. And this is a a man sharing his experience, a very, very fascinating and interesting man, uh, around how important breath work is. If you're not sure of who Wim Hof is, um, you know, and you've been under a rock, then um, just creep out of that rock for a little while and go Google him. But he didn't invent breathing. It's not just, he's just the, he's the the voice of it in, in this example. The key thing that I want to share with you here is that if you are feeling anxious, if you are feeling depressed, now keep in mind, these are negative associations of these words. If you're excited, it's the same thing. Excitement is just the positive version of anxiousness. And we, we treat it like it's a good thing. But excitement can often lead to disappointment because we're in our head about how good something's going to be in the future, right? It's like, the, it's, it's anxiety and excitement are like the same fucking coin. Neither of them are here right now. And if, if you are able to bring your attention, when you feel this way, bring your attention to your breath, feel your feet in your shoes or feel your feet in the ground and breathe deep into your belly. This is before you start a game. This is before you go into a job interview. This is before anything. If you can, breathe deep into your belly. Now, in saying that, you breathe into your diaphragm, which pushes your belly out. It's a little bit different, but that's called a belly breath. If you can do that and feel your feet in your shoes, or you can feel them on the ground, and you can feel your spine, right? It's not a muscle. You sense it. Then stepping forward, you're in a completely different like state and I won't say frame of thinking because you're not in your head when you're doing those things this is one of the most powerful things a coach can learn on a gym floor whether they're strength conditioning or they're dealing with general population is to help their clients bring their attention to their body not to meet arbitrary standards of um, technical cues none of that shit exists the person's body exists does that person know how to match tension to task do they know how to breathe and that how that influences their nervous system so you see, the mental and the physical interact on each other continually. There's, there's, there is no gaps, right? And you can trace left to right and you can trace right to left or mental to physical, physical to mental. And breath is one of the ways that we can track the physical to the mental because it's allowing us to breathe, go into a more parasympathetic state if we're doing it well and we're relaxing. And that will allow us to be more aware and conscious. The more that we can control our breath, in any given situation, the more we can help control the situation, well, control ourselves and our responses in those situations. More often than not, we react in a sympathetic state or we go to full um, freeze, so to speak, and we react by not having any action. That's still a reaction. It's like when you don't make a decision, you're making a decision. And so the key thing here is bring your awareness to your breath. Bring it because that's always going to bring you to the current moment. And from there, you can learn to truly back yourself with everything that you do. And on that note, team, I'm done. Thank you very much for tuning in. If you found this podcast beneficial, then it would mean the world to me. If you would pass on to someone else who you think would also find it beneficial, who you think would resonate with it. If you haven't already, you can grab a copy of my book, Mining Yourself, anywhere online that sells books or at alphathetaflow.com if you'd like one personally signed by me. Uh, If you're an athletic coach or a high performer, keep an eye out. I've got programs starting as of next month, which is April 
2021 and I'm really looking forward to running these programs. I've worked on developing flow intelligence into four modules for trainers and coaches to become flow intelligence coaches. Uh, I've also worked with building out the inner game for clients and athletes so they know how to make sure that they're they're able to address and sharpen their minds for performance whenever they want. Um, I'm really looking forward to those programs, but that's it from me. Big love, peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon.